Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. I used to not inquire about red flags. I would just kind of like mark them down and be like, oh, well, oh, well, now we're getting to three. Now we have four, like another one and like we're done. But like I never really like asked why. And I think sometimes that's helpful to know because then you can determine if it's something that's like you're okay and could possibly get past and accept or Mm -hmm. if it's something that like is a deal breaker for you. Yeah. Hey there, gals. Hey there, gals. And welcome back to another episode of The Gals Guide. We are a dating and lifestyle podcast. I'm Hannah. And I'm Emily. And welcome to our podcast. Did you hear who got engaged over the weekend? I did. I saw the video. MGK and Megan Fox. And then they drank each other's blood. And that part, I'm not <laughs> sure how I feel. I feel like they were trying to become like blood brothers, but like in a really twisted, like it almost made me think of like a, like a sorority pledge kind of thing. Did you, did you no, do that? No, but like, You're a sorority? you know I'm how sorry? you have to like write in the, you like write in the books with blood, but it's really not. I know. I don't know this. I didn't, I didn't pledge a sorority. I don't, I don't know. Sororities are crazy. So, <laughs> is that what you had to do? Did you like pledge? I like, like wa- your old sword. I well, I'm actually not supposed to say what we did. So, but it was weird. That's all I gotta say is it was weird. Okay. <laughs> I signed my life away in a book, basically, and then I quit the sorority like a month later. But yeah, I I'm, I was just picturing like <laughs> you may now kiss the bride and drink their blood, like. Just like fuck it, like you and Blaine up there when at the altar, just like slit your hands open and just like high five each other. Like blood brothers. Oh, yeah, I'm good. Just do they that tell you not to do bride. that. They tell you not to do that. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. <laughs> oh, yeah. They already carry vials of blood around their necks of each other's. Did you know that? No. Yeah, they already do that. Okay. Like, <laughs> does that supposed to bring them good luck? I don't or know. <laughs> I don't is know. that like a symbol of their love? I think that. I think the latter. I just thought it was so funny because everybody was making fun of what MGK was wearing because they were like Beetlejuice. <laughs> no, no, no. When the Foot Locker employee got the new Air Jordans for you. Oh, I thought he looked like Beetlejuice. No, I thought he looked like a Foot Locker employee. That's like. funny. Yeah, I was getting major Beetlejuice vibes, and then Megan just looked beautiful as always. Stunning. Yeah, um, obviously. But no, the blood around the neck is kind of weird. Wouldn't it be funny if they were like the same blood type, and then it was like, oh, this is just in case I need like some blood. <laughs> I don't think that's how that works. But I'm pretty works. sure that has to be no. like, you know, like fresh. Well, they, they just like, like, just like took it like a shot glass. <laughs> I'm just like not sure I'm vibing with that. They, I, one okay, so like the one hallmark of their relationship that I like really do adore is how much he like lets her be her nerdy astrology like obsessed self. Yes, and like doesn't shame her for that, and I love that, and that's really what I'm looking for in a relationship is just someone who's like fine with me like going off about like, my crystals and astrology and be like um. You know, your Mars sign, blah, 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 blah. Like, I need someone who would let me be that person. And I feel like he does that for her. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what everyone needs is, like, someone who just lets them be 100% themselves regardless of how it may seem, like, weird. Like, if it, even if it isn't weird, but, like, may seem different to you, like, just, like, accepting them for who they are and what they love and what they enjoy. And I think they publicly have done a really good job of Mm -hmm. like showing that and I think that's Mm -hmm. like really important in relationships and I don't think that that is shown by many celebrity relationships Mm -hmm. like you Mm -hmm. always just see them like seeming like the perfect couple but like when they do their little interview things and they like go and like she like goes off and stuff I just think it's like a really cool side of their relationship that most people that are in the spotlight like don't show so I'm just shocked that they got engaged and it's like Venus retrograde right now like 
Megan, you should have known better. Like, I don't know. Well, she didn't plan it. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> she should have been. She, you you at like Carl? Like what's his name? Colson. You at like Colson Baker doesn't fucking know. Like she's told him. Be like Colson, baby. Venus retrograde right now. Like if you are planning something, don't fucking do it. But well, too bad. We shall it's see. Been done. We shall see. I think. Th- I mean, obviously, they're like astrologically, they're so compatible. Apparently, like it's ridiculous. So yeah, I think it's. Who, They're a who sweet cares? couple. I like them a lot together. Yeah. I feel like they, personality-wise, they fucking complement each other. Like, and then if you see how, um, yeah, like you said, like how they interact, like in interviews, I think it's adorable. So, we shall see how Beetlejuice and Megan Fox. She really is Jennifer's body. Like, with I mean, that yeah, whole, with the like, whole drinking, drinking of the blood. Yeah, that was a yeah, little wild. She's basically trying to steal MGK's soul. I think. I mean. Maybe, maybe yeah. that is how women successfully remain in relationships with men. So that's what I need to do is start drinking their blood. No, no. I just <laughs> meant the stealing of the soul, not the drinking of the blood. <laughs> We're not going to do that. That's not oh, sanitary. Damn. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> I'm not a nurse and I'm not a doctor, <laughs> but I can pretty much guarantee you're not supposed to drink your significant other's blood. Oh. Especially if it's the one that's Edward been Colin around your would neck. Disagree. Well, Edward he's Colin a vampire. <laughs> Vampires kind of like get you know get a pass, um, but if it's a if you're if you're drinking blood that's been hanging around your neck for quite some time, I'm gonna assume that's not healthy or safe. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? We'll have to, only time will tell. I guess. True. True. Dear just Christ, though, I just think that that's a little fun thing you and Blaine should consider. Like, just, like, a little fun thing, like, to tie up, like, the vows and everything. It's just taking a shot of your red blood cells together. I'm going to go with no. Oh, damn. That would have made it more exciting. (laughs) Well, you're waking up to hundreds, not hundreds, but, like, 100 inches of snow, basically. And I'm waking up to a fucking tsunami this morning on the West Coast. And I just think that the world is going to end soon. Honestly, that's what I'm thinking with everything that's going on lately. We have NGK and Megan Fox getting engaged. We have, you know, literally the polar opposite climates on both coasts of the United States. It's just interesting. Yeah, Are you ready though we're for that? supposed to. Well, I was really excited about it to begin with because, like, it smelled like snow. It looked like snow. My coworkers make fun of me for saying that it smells like snow, but I swear it has a smell. I've yeah. never heard this. I've never heard anybody say it smells like snow. Like, yeah, what? like I like just rain? I, like no. Like I think the air just has like a different smell to it when it's about to snow, and then it looks like it, and it feels like it, obviously, with the wind. But every time, every time it would snow in Boone in the mountains where I used to live, um, I could like smell the difference in the air. And like a lot of people say that they smell it. So, but they're like, yeah, okay, Hannah, whatever. And I'm like, okay, well, it's going to snow. But now the snow is kind of turning more like it's supposed to snow. And then it's turning more into like an ice storm, which kind of mm-hmm. sucks because mm-hmm. it's going to get like warmer halfway through the day tomorrow. Um, and then it's going to like get cold again. So I'm just anticipating like Monday um like we're probably not gonna be able to go anywhere tomorrow but like especially Monday so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. meanwhile it's raining in LA and it's been raining I, there a lot recently I know which is I'm weird aware. did you take the rain from here to I don't there? fucking know I think I, it, here's the did. thing here's the thing with rain in LA it humbles the city yeah it really does it makes it feel more approachable, if that makes any sense. Because I feel like when it's all sunshine and perfect 70 degrees, it seems like a very unattainable city. Like, what, yeah. like it, it feels like a la-la land. Like, it doesn't feel like it's a part of the rest of the world, in a way. But when it's raining, it feels like it's any other bumfuck town. So, I don't know. It humbles the city, in a way. It makes yeah. it feel like it's not as magical sometimes, I think. Well, that's... Good, I guess, kind of keeps it, you know, I don't know. You, you 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 have to reset your expectations for where you live. Yeah. Because people don't know how to fucking drive here in the rain. That's hilarious. So. Yeah. Well, people just, don't know how a, to drive here in the snow, so. It's just a grand old time. It's just a grand old time. But 
recently, so the other day, I'm like sitting at my house and apparently this is like on the, I don't know if this is on the same night or whatever, where I live in in West Hollywood, I am near a very popular area, but right this once one into my street fucking kanye west is on a date with his new chick or whatever and the paparazzi's there other end of my street fucking kim k and pete davidson are getting pizza and i'm like in the middle of my apartment just sitting here fucking watching love island <laughs> like and i have no idea all this shit is going on around me and i'm like i keep missing all the celebrities That's the funny. only celebrity i've seen in la has been i Caitlin Meyer Keys, Miller Keys from The Bachelor. He was Colton season. The pretty girl. She was like Miss North Carolina. Um, okay. She was yeah, like, I don't know. I didn't it, watch Colton season. But um, she, I saw her. Oh, nice. Basically. So, yeah. That's cool. it. It's, it's, I haven't seen anybody else and I'm severely disappointed. But who knows? Maybe, maybe that'll change. Um, mm-hmm. I've been going on dates and the last time we talked about dates, had I gone on a date with a dog trainer yet? Um, or? not sure, honestly. So, uh, we, I had if a date we had, I don't, I can't remember if we talked about it on the podcast last week or not. So, so I had a date with a dog trainer, um, and that was okay. And then I recently just went on a date with the Australian. That was great. Obviously, I think we all expected the Australian to be mm-hmm. great, people probably taking bets that the Australian date was going to be amazing, and it was. Um, obviously, he's Australian. Uh, I will keep mentioning that, um, but I don't want to jinx anything. I'm just going to leave it at that. He's hot. He's Australian. Good time. Yeah, it, it, it's it's between the dog trainer and the Aussie right now, and who who do we think is going to win? The crocodile, mate. <laughs> the crocodile Dundee. Yep. <laughs> Fucking Steve Owen. Yeah, yep. I can't do it. Austra- I can't do it. I was Australian like, that accent. almost went British like a little bit. So <laughs> I can't do Australian accent. He maybe asked me to maybe do an if Australian you're like accent. around him enough, you can like pick it up. I feel like you're pretty good about picking up accents, but I can do a British one easily. Yeah, but his accent himself, he said himself was is a mix of Australian and British because he has lived in London before. Yeah, um, and spent a lot of time in London, but he's been living in LA for a very long time now, though. Um, nice. So, who knows? It's exciting. It's a fun time out here. You know how last year I said I was like over the summer I was just gonna date a ton of people and then like you know not say no and I just didn't do that. I'm now adopting that mindset into 2022 because at first I said I'm not gonna date and then here we are. Yes. Well, you're like finally settled, and so yeah. I feel like that's kind of like at the perfect time to kind of transition into like mm-hmm. the dating scene. So. Mm-hmm. For sure, for sure. And now I have, like, more friends that are out here now, too. So it's just, like, a really good time. I'm getting to to learn a lot more places. And that's the bright side about dating is that, you know, you get to go to new places. Mm -hmm. And free food and free drinks and all the good stuff like that. So Mm -hmm. I'm having a really good time with all of it. Good. That's exciting. But, yeah, I did start watching Love Island, though. Per his recommendation, I was so I was watching Love Island UK per my roommate's recommendation because that's what she loves, and I like couldn't get into it because I couldn't understand a fucking word they were saying. Have you ever seen Love Island UK? No, no. They'd be talking like this, love, and they just just have a really harsh British Bristol accent, and you can't fucking understand a word they're saying. They have a good batter, and they have a they they like to go for nice little chats every now and then. It's like really cheeky, and I can't. So it's like Adele, but like a little bit worse. Adele, if she was raised in a trailer park, basically. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm envisioning this. Yeah. You know, they just they just keep saying, I have, we have really good ba'a. And I'm like, banter. There's a T there. Ba'a. Um, what else did I say? I got a text. It sounds uh, like they're saying like batter. Like they're like, they have really good like cake batter or something. <laughs> like no, I'd be like, banter. all right, sign me up. I'm ready. Where's the cake? <laughs> we have really good ba'a at... We there's an N, N and a T, ban, ter, er, and there's an er. <sighs> Man, yeah. I wouldn't be able to be a speech therapist out there. <laughs> well, like half of those sounds don't exist, so like I wouldn't even work on them. It would be like dialectal. It would be like dialectal difference instead of a disorder. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so fun. So 
I like had like some of them had like really thick Scottish accents and I'm sitting there with the captions on and I'm just like, what the fuck are you even saying? And I feel like it's English. <laughs> like, bruh. And it may not be English. It may be like Welsh or something. I don't mm-hmm. know. So, um, yeah, the Australian guy, he the Aussie, he was like, you know, you need to watch um, Love Island Australia. Like it's people are 10 times hotter, funnier. There's more drama. Like it's great. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I'll give it a shot. And then like the first couple of people walk out and I'm like, holy fucking shit. These people are immensely hotter. I can personally testify that everybody from Australia is hot. And that's there you just go. the thing. I mean, that's just what yeah. taken away from it. The only thing I know about Australia are all the things that I've learned from following Sarah's day. Um, so yeah. And it's like summer there right now. Oh so. yeah. He quizzed me. He was like, what all do you know about Australia? And I was you like, like, um, um it's one, it's a, one of the I continents. Went to, <laughs> I, <was> like, <laughs> I went to, I told I was like, um, well, first off I went to public high school in America, so I don't know much. They didn't teach me much. Uh, <laughs> so I was like, Steve Irwin, and he was like, rest in peace. Um, I was like kangaroos, uh, koalas, dingoes. He's like, yeah, yeah. And then I, um, I was like, do you have crocodiles? He's like, not really. They don't really have tarantulas. He's like, maybe. We have a fuck ton of spiders, though. And I was like, see, yeah, that's why I don't want to go to Australia. because all the spiders. Mm-hmm. Um, and on the barbie. Yeah, that's not a thing. And they don't call it shrimp on the barbie. They call it prawns. <laughs> it's prawns. It's not shrimp. <laughs> And I like told him, I was like, so is it everything like Outback says it is? And he's like, no. No, Outback <laughs> is not a clear representation, just like, like how our Mexican restaurants. Sheila. Sheila. He's like, do they call everybody Sheila? And I was like, I don't think so. I've never heard that. I don't think I was so like, either. I was like, you guys don't have blooming onions? He's like, what the bloody hell is a blooming onion? And you're like, the best thing ever. You need to go to Outback right now and get one. I don't know why you, like, you should take him to Outback. Oh How my God. funny would that be? That'd be it's such like, a good experience. That'd be like such taking, a fun date. It's like taking an Italian to Olive Garden. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> or like like someone like like someone who's from like I don't know, like Mexico or Puerto Rico to like to an Americanized, like yeah, like on the border, to like Chipotle. <laughs> Chipotle or Moe's. Be like, I love this Mexican restaurant. They're like, Mexican what? Mexican <laughs> who? <laughs> You yes. know this isn't a thing. <laughs> yes. We don't eat burritos. Yes. Uh, what? Burrito who? <laughs> the fuck so, is a burrito? Oh, yeah, God. I think that would be a fun date. You should propose that. <laughs> She'd be like, listen, I'm taking you to Outback. <laughs> I think we should go to Outback for our second date. <laughs> Make a mockery of the Outback Steakhouse. So funny. And he starts speaking in his Australian accent. They're like, oh, fuck. Oh, they're like, oh, no. Someone <laughs> cover this table. I, I think I have to go home. I don't feel well. <laughs> mm. Oh, he's, he's like, have you heard of the kookaburra? And I was like, um, he was like yeah, because Outback has kookaburra wings. <laughs> like, their hot wings are kookaburra wings. Never and heard of he it. And like, he's like, that is a sin. That's honestly a disgrace to my country, my people. <laughs> So I'll text him and be like, so I think yeah. for our second date, we should go to Outback Steakhouse in Burbank. I think that's hilarious. I think that would be, that's such a like good sarcastic, like commentary. Or if you ask me, he's like, where do you want to go for dinner? I'd be like, oh, we, should go we should go to Outback. <laughs> you need to get your, you need to get that blooming onion. I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm prepared to change your whole life. Honestly. I'm prepared to change you. <laughs> yes. Like we're, we're going to completely change your life with this. It's going to be great. I love oh, it. Oh God. But I what has your captivation been though lately? So you kind of put me onto this. Oh. Without even, I think, realizing that you did. But <laughs> Just a natural um, influencer y- like that? Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> Damn. Blogilates. Uh yeah. Obsessed with the it's like a like a glow. She's doing like a two week glow up transformation right now. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. the workouts have just been so much fun. They're like 30 minutes. They're not even like they're probably like 27 minutes by the time you actually like get through it. Um, I've been doing them at home. They're like target different um, parts of the body. So mm-hmm. much fun. Um, mm-hmm. I really want to buy all of her like um, her like her kettleball and or kettlebell. What is it? Is it called a kettleball or a kettlebell? Kettlebell. Kettlebell. Okay, I always want to call it a kettleball, and I'm like, that's incorrect. And her dumbbells. 
like the free mm-hmm. weights. They're so mm-hmm. pretty. And mm-hmm. I was looking, and there, and she sells them at Target, which I thought was yeah. really cool. I didn't, I yeah. had, knew nothing about this person, um, mm-hmm. but I love her stuff, and she's so motivating and like so fun to like listen to. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So I've been really like enjoying those workouts. I kind of got tired of like walking up, like I was doing a lot of walking on the treadmill, which I still really enjoy doing, but like mm-hmm. I just like needed a break from going to the gym for a little bit, like last week was a really busy week and there was a lot going on like in my personal life. And so I just like wanted to be home, but like, I also Mm -hmm. still wanted to be active Mm -hmm. and Blaine was on, um, night shift. So he like sleeps before he goes in. So Mm -hmm. it's just like, like I try to be on the quieter side. So I was just Mm -hmm. like out in the living room doing them and it was just really convenient, really fun. Um, Mm -hmm. I like burned a lot of calories and it was just like a different form of working out than I've done in a really long time. I used to go to cardio bar class at a, at a gym I used to be a member of and it gave me that kind of similar vibe. Um, Mm -hmm. minus like the cardio, like it was more just like Pilates style. Mm -hmm. Um, but I'm going to try to like stick with her I know she has like a ton of videos on YouTube, but just kind of stick with some of like doing maybe like, I'm going to try to finish this two week thing. I took a break, um, the past two days just cause there's been a lot going on. But, um, so I'm like going to try to finish out the two weeks and then just like maybe do like one or two of her videos a week and like Mm -hmm. go do my other things that I like to do at the gym too. Um, just to Mm -hmm. give some variation. Cause I think it's important to have like variation in your workout so that your body doesn't get used to the same thing over and over and then you Mm -hmm. just don't see results. But I'm really bad to give up after like three months of working out like really hard. So I'm going to try to really push through towards the wedding. That's my goal is to like stay consistent Mm -hmm. for longer than two or three months Mm because I I get really defeated when I don't see immediate results, which is like never happens. Like it always is such a slow process. And I think that I just get really hard on myself and then I'm like, oh, this is just pointless. And then I like get into this weird space and then I like circle back around. So, um, yeah, I know if I stick to it for a year, like I'm going to see a difference in a year and then I'm going to see a difference in another year. And so I want to be stronger. And I think that's part of my goal. Like I want to, I want to look good at my dress. That's like my big goal, but I also Mm -hmm. want to be stronger. And like, I want to be able to do, um, like higher weight, um, on the Smith machine and like with my mm. squats and like, I want to be able to lift a little bit more and mm-hmm. I want like my core to be stronger. Cause I've been mm-hmm. having a lot of balance issues, which mm-hmm. I don't know if it's, is related to like my migraines. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that like having a strong core would be really cool. And it's something mm-hmm. I've never really had or at least since I like used to play sports, but yeah. So Baglotti's follower, get her stuff. It's really cute and mm-hmm. her workouts are fun. So Look at me being a little. I know. And you were like, which one should I do? And I was like, I don't know, but I'm going to do this one. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, I was doing vlog a lot of things. I also do yoga with Adrian because I um I like yoga. And I, I wanted to get more experience with yoga before I go take a hot yoga class. Yeah. So I'm not passing out in a hundred degree room. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've heard it gets really hot. Yeah, so. they get up to hundred. They do a hundred degrees, but I really want to take a hot yoga class here. So, so like with hot yoga, like do they encourage you to like drink? Like do do they have rules? Like you need to drink like a, this much water before you come, or like do oh. they have any recommendations? I have no idea. Have that would be know. interesting to know because like if you're gonna be that hot, like I feel like preparing the day before would be like <laughs> no a fucking good idea. idea. I just know you're um, my friend who's done it before. She's told me to start off with a more. Um, relaxing and then more of a sculpting one so like it's mm. not like draining and to get a yeah. spot near the door yeah in case you need to step then, out that makes sense well no because air oh when people open the door <laughs> air comes in i'm like thinking because when i need to step out i'm stepping out <laughs> no because air will come in and everything but i'm really excited i really want to go to this place it looks so cool it's called the heated room um it's on west third street in um west hollywood uh, well when but, i come out i'll go with you Cool, I'm always cool, cool. down to try like things like that. Well, so. it's like the only place that has a. They have on Tuesdays and Fridays they have six a.m. classes, mm-hmm. and I'm like, not six a.m. seven a.m. classes. I wish they had a right. six a.m. class. God, yeah, that would be six, nice. I would go to it, um, but I was like, seven a.m. I can do that. Um, so it's like forty dollars a class. I may, I may do it. I may. You should. Do it. That'd be really cool. If I could find a 6 a.m. class. I will. Pure Bar is starting to offer 6 a.m. classes out here fucking finally. Oh, good. Maybe they got yeah. some more instructors or had some more people with flexible schedules. Yeah. So, Yeah. 
And, um, but yeah, I'm going to try, um, one of these classes at 7 a.m. I feel like it'd be a really relaxing thing to do to like, yeah, start start your day or or something to end the day with because I do have like 7.30 p.m. classes as well. Yeah. Um, That could be cool. Yeah. And it's like a really dark studio too. Like it's really dark at night. So like that would also be cool as well. Um, but yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Look at me being an L.A. girl with my yoga classes. Yes. What is your captivation? <laughs> so my captivation is Andrew Garfield. It's enough, just Andrew Garfield. Enough said, right? <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, I'm just trying to date the off-brand generic version of Andrew Garfield. So we all know my undying love for Harry Styles. Mm-hmm. This is this we know to be true, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but the British invasion has happened again, and um, Andrew Garfield is now overtaking my life. I don't know why. Was it because I saw Tick Tick Boom? Probably, but he has been doing a lot more photo shoots lately. I think because you know the Oscars are coming up and everything, and he's just trying to get recognition. But I'm not going to say anything more about what I've seen him in because I don't. Spoiler alert, if you haven't, do you want to see the new Spider-Man movie? Um, the chances of me actually watching it are very slim. Okay, so, so spoiler alert, um, skip ahead like a minute uh, in, in case like you don't want spoilers for Spider-Man No Way Home. I'll wait. Okay, so Andrew Garfield's in the new Spider-Man No Way Home movie, and he's so fucking hot in it. So is Tobey Maguire. They brought back all the Spider-Mans into... Um, this new one, the No Way Home. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So it's like all these different like universes where there was a different version of Peter Parker and Spider-Man in each different one to kind of like bring it together and kind yeah. of like close that franchise thing. Yeah, they need to stop making Spider-Mans. There's too many. Yeah, so that's how they closed it off with there was different parallel universes. And it sets up for the new Doctor Strange movie too as well. But um, but yeah, it was one really cool scene. Andrew Garfield, Tom Holland, and... Um, Tobey Maguire all act together, and they all had their different Spider-Man uniforms. But that's yeah. cool. That that's a, also that where my a obsession. Smart idea. Yeah, that's also where my obsession for Andrew Garfield's coming through as well. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so yeah, so now you're back, um, and you didn't miss any spoilers. So great, cool. Um, yeah, so Andrew Garfield, great, awesome person, um, super hot. He has a girlfriend who's a model, but it's fine. It's I'm okay. gonna date him. You never know. If not him. If I don't date him, I'm gonna date the off-brand version of him. So perfect. Sounds like the best plan. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you would encourage this. I am encouraging you to date all the famous people. It's fine. Yeah, because I'm not going to say who I've seen on Hinge, but Uh I've seen I've seen some famous people on Hinge. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm here for it. I support it 100. You're here for it because some of them are friends with Ariana Grande. Absolutely. I don't really care about you or them. I want Ari. That's fine. I'm just kidding. <laughs> like I'm be like I'm gonna first. So I'm here because I've heard your friends with Ariana Grande, and my best friend. Mm-hmm. It's not me. I can give a fuck about it, but my best friend really wants to meet Ariana Grande. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I just want to be friends with her. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Mm-hmm. I just gatekeep her from you. I start dating this person. I would and I'm be, like, <laughs> I would be like the gal's guide is over. <laughs> That's fine. I'll get a new host and be Ariana Grande. <laughs> no, I'll take over. <laughs> be me, myself, and I. Well, we announced our book club officially. Yes, we did. So make yes, sure that so. if you guys want to join us, you get a copy. Um, mm-hmm. We're reading The Unhoneymooners. So. By Christina Lauren. Yes. And yeah. I'm still on chapter two. So I need wow. to get reading. I know. You have how many days left? Um, not many, but it's okay. I'm going to be stuck in the house for the next, like, three days. Yeah, have fun with that. So you'll mm-hmm. get to snuggle up with a cute little book. Mm-hmm. Trust me, I went to run an errand the other day and ended up picking up, like, three extra books. So I have a shit ton of books. Like, you can see, like, if you can look through the camera, see all this stack of books my, like, salt oh, I thought that on? was, like, yeah, I thought that was, like, a stool or something. Nope, that's books. You need a bookshelf. In my, I have one in my living room, but I, I oh. don't want, I need this for, this is for my bedroom. These are all the ones I haven't read. I don't want to put them on my bookshelf because my Until bookshelf. Until they read, yeah. My bookshelf is for books that I've read. These gotcha. are books that I haven't read. Um, so, yeah. I like it. We're readers here now. Not Look that we us. weren't before. I'm, I was going to say, I've I been a reader. I have a, a reader, degree in writing. But, <laughs> I was like, I've always I literally loved have a degree in this. 
but yes, I've, I have found that it is very calming and I like to escape from my own reality into someone else's a lot. And it's mm-hmm. different than just watching TV shows. So mm-hmm. For I like sure. it. I've, be, I've gotten the itch back to start writing again as well. Yay. And, um, I don't want to say anything more than jinx that. Um, but yeah. Nice. It's great. So before we get into today's episode, we have a couple uh, housekeeping things that we kind of want to go over. Make sure you guys are following us on our Instagram so you can keep up with our book club and all those announcements. It is at the Gals Guide Pod. And also check out our personal social media pages, which we will leave a link to in the show notes. Mine is at Emily Elise. And mine is at Hannah Nicole Adams. And Spotify has taken over, man. You guys have become like our top listening platform. Look at you. So shout out to everybody that listens on Spotify. We love you guys. You are awesome. If you do listen on Spotify and you're not subscribed, make sure you hit that subscribe button. It really does help us out. And then we're not forgetting about you Apple listeners. Apple listeners, you guys are also as stellar and amazing. Make sure you guys hit that subscribe button and leave us a little shout out. Tell us that Apple's better. Let us know that. And yeah. the comments, <laughs> give us a five-star review. Uh, I want you guys to fight it out to the, like, the ends, basically. Who's better, Spotify or Apple? Let's know. Mm, my vote is Apple for podcasts, Spotify for music. But it's uh, always I've been, been that way. I've been using Spotify more, though, and I kind of like it. Really? I kind of like it. Okay. kind of like it for podcasts. Yeah. Okay. It probably takes up less space on your phone. It does. <laughs> it does. Because I literally can't do anything on my phone right now because I have no no storage. So that's great. <laughs> Love that. Already. So maybe that's a red flag for you. Probably. He speaking needs of red flags. <laughs> speaking of red flags, that is what we're talking about today. We haven't done a red flag episode since we first began. Like mm-hmm. we did a deal deal breaker or no deal breaker, and then we did what is a red flag, and mm-hmm. we kind of wanted to expand on this more because we've noticed that your red flags change over time Mm -hmm. depending on the trauma and experience you kind of go through and what could be a red flag for one person what is a red flag for another person because this is one thing i've noticed like with my roommate she asked me she's like is this a red flag is this a red flag i'm like for me yes for someone else maybe not or vice versa sometimes it's not a red flag for me and i'm just like but like if that's not what you're into kind of thing that's like your own personal thing i think it's kind of different and tailored to everybody and uh, you also have to think about the fact that you also have your own red flags yeah um i don't like to acknowledge that i just like to pretend they're party decorations mm-hmm. um we're just decorating the scene a little bit more yeah, we're adding some flavors adding some yeah. spice add a little bit of spice spice <gasps> to the circus yeah it's a circus over here it's a carnival it's a grand old time and i don't think you should consider it a red flag but do you feel like you also have red flags Oh, yeah, definitely. I don't really know what they are, but I'm going to go with my uh, uh, my biggest pro- my biggest red flag for myself is probably how quickly I snap because I snap pretty mm-hmm. quick. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the Aries. Mm-hmm, that's my mm-hmm. fiery, like, I've just about had it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's probably, that's probably uh, one. Also, I send a lot of text in a row. Oh, that's a red flag. Well, it could be annoying. <laughs> well, be, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just mine. I mean, mine is how I feel like how bored I get with people very easily. I uh, think that might be your ADHD. That also is my Gemini Venus. <laughs> I also hyperfixate on people too, as well. Yes. So it's always a fun time for me. Whether you're you're my obsession. I'm not Joe Goldberg over here, but like you know. I mean, I, I, I who know. knows? Who knows? Maybe maybe <laughs> that's just Joe's problem. Maybe he just has ADHD like me. It's fine. Probably. Because he goes from one to the next to the next. So yeah. Possibly. Yeah. It's but a good chance. I, I, I mean, I think red flags can be kind of varying sizes. Red flags could also be, you know, people trying to change you in a way. Um, it could be, you know, how somebody treats you. It could be little things like their interests and everything. Um, like I always joke and say, like if he has navy sheets, no headboard, and his bed in a corner, that's a red flag because he doesn't care <laughs> as much. But he also could be just like a single guy that lives at home. But at the same time, I think subconsciously, I think okay, if a guy like, and I'm I'm preaching to the fucking choir here because I don't have two nightstands. But I think if a guy only has one nightstand, that's usually a red flag in a way because he's not prepared for a partner or have someone else in his space in his home. Mm-hmm. I just don't have a second nightstand right now because. 
they're out of stock. <laughs> I don't have a second nightstand because it's from my great grandparents' house when they passed away, and there was only one nightstand to grab. So, see, your grandparents had a red flag. There you go. Mm. That, it was in their kids' room. <laughs> <laughs> they did, their oh. kid didn't need a partner. <laughs> Growing up, fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. But um, but yeah, we have a very unconventional uh nightstand for Blaine now. We've like re- we like rearranged the house a little bit, so. But like, I I, I know for some people like they, like for me honestly one of them is if they don't own any books. Like if okay. I go into their apartment, I don't see they have any books. That means they don't take the time to read, and I like reading. I'm a writer, so like that's important to me. Um, mm-hmm. I think also their taste in movies is also can be a red flag for me. Like if they only like slasher films, um, mm-hmm. or they tell me their fucking favorite films, Pulp Fiction, mm-hmm. red flag. And yes, that is based off my experiences with people who have had similar, I guess, interests in that. Like, yeah. it's easy for me to say, yeah, all doctors are narcissists because I dated a doctor who was a narcissist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like, I mean, let's be real. If you've saved lives for a living, you probably have a slight God complex. Let's be real. Possibly. Possibly. But I think also, you know, people think like, you know, not liking Mac Miller is a red flag. And I'm speaking to you. <laughs> I mean, if you don't like Mac, then we might as well just not be friends. So People also could think that me being into astrology and liking crystals is a red flag. I think people thinking that owning crystals and being into astrology is a red flag. Like, if you, th- if you think that that's a red flag, I think that you are a red flag. Does that make sense? Because mm-hmm. then, like, and it's just, like, not having compatibility. I mean, the list could go on forever. You kind of get the gist. Um, yeah, like I feel like it's but, very like personalized. Yeah, like I mean, you're gonna too- you're gonna pull from what you like and your past experiences, and like you said, like your trauma from other things, and kind of general like over generalize to kind of like take out that like potential romance prospect mm-hmm. to like kind of like keep yourself away from any kind of potential heartbreak. Like I feel like that's why people are like, oh, that's a red flag. Oh, that's a red flag. I mean, there's like very like serious red flags, obviously. Yeah. As far as like other things that could lead to like not great situations. But like for those little ones, like you said, with like all doctors are narcissists, blah blah blah. Like can't date a doctor now. Like I feel like that's kind of like just you kind of shutting that even pot like potential person out, you know? In a way. Yeah, also, I just know a doctor's lifestyle is also not going to align with mine from now right, on. Right, right. So and that's something that you learn from it. Right. Yeah. So for you, that is a red flag because you know that, like, you're not going to – that's not going to work for you. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's just easier when I date somebody who's artistic and everything. Um, but, yeah, I think yeah, I think you're right. Sometimes it's easier to shut down a romantic prospect than it is to face the potential pain of a relationship not working out. Hence, like, why you identify something as – a red flag and it could be you don't know exactly what is a red flag until you get to, I feel like to know somebody better it's easy to kind of judge them at, at like face front because you just don't want to like have to deal with it but it could mm-hmm. just be like a little quirk and like once you could understand like the reason like they like certain things or into certain things or why they are the way they are it may not be that big of a deal now granted you also could figure that out later down the line and it'd be completely wasted and it'd be time. like a big deal yeah yeah um and I think one thing I always think of is, like, people, like, who are cheap, like, on dates or whatever, or, like, nickel and dime you for, like, everything or don't pay for certain things. Like, there's a reason that they're doing it. And you may think at first that they're just kind of be trying to be, like, you know, I'm using, I'm thinking of guys, for example, like, who don't pay on first dates or whatever. Mm-hmm. You may think that they're trying to go Dutch and everything just to keep an even playing field. But really, like, you know, it could be a way of them not trying to get commitment or maybe they're wanting to, like like your morals don't agree with something it yeah. could be something bigger and everything but i think if you were to have the potential to like ask them up front like why do you do this or like why are you like why are you into that kind of thing and just facing the red flag head on it will save you so much time and energy than trying to be like fucking Carmen san diego and like investigating the damn shit yeah <laughs> yeah no seriously yeah i think i don't know i feel like i get caught up in like over analyzing oh yeah I, mean, I feel like women in general yeah for sure yeah like I feel like when I was like back in back in the dating game a while ago um 
Like, I feel like I would see something that like either reminded me of like something that I didn't like from a previous relationship or, you know, whatever. And I would just like immediately just like spiral. I just spiral, Mm -hmm. spiral, Mm -hmm. spiral. And then like make, make all these like assumptions without even actually just like asking, (laughs) inquiring Mm -hmm. about Mm -hmm. why they do what they do. Because sometimes Mm -hmm. it might not, it might not just like, that might just be how they were raised or that just Mm -hmm. might be like the normal in their, you know, life and just like. By just simply asking about it, like mm-hmm. either one, they're going to get annoyed and go away, which would be weird. But two, they might just be like, oh, I just thought that was like the norm. Because like well, for them, it might be the norm. If they go away and leave you after asking about it, then that's not your person. Right. Because like if you're not even able to like bring up, and like have a conversation and communicate and ask questions to get to learn someone better, then obviously like don't waste your time with that person. Yeah. But like they seriously might just be like, oh, yeah, like this is just, or this is why I do this. Or, Mm -hmm. you know, because of my trauma and X, Y, and Z, like this Mm -hmm. is why I am this way. Or, you know, Mm -hmm. and I think that sometimes people are like nervous to just kind of ask. It makes, it feels a little bit uncomfortable. Um, That's why I always recommend playing We're Not Really Strangers. (laughs) (laughs) Because that game is fun and you can make it like a fun little like day night, but it really like deep dives into questions that you like might not want to ask. But like in a yeah. in a game in a game way, so you can like I feel like I used to not inquire about red flags. I would just kind of like mark them down and be like, oh well, oh well, now we're getting to three. Now we have four. Like another one, and like we're done. But like oh, I, I never really I like asked why, and I think sometimes that's helpful to know because then you can determine yeah. if it's something that's like you're okay and could possibly get past and accept, or mm-hmm. if it's something that like is a deal breaker for you. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be something that you bring up on the first date either. I don't think. Um, the first what? minute that you're sitting across from them at dinner, you should ask them about their trauma. <laughs> I'm totally joking. Like, I went on a date. I'm not going to specify who it was because yeah. I don't want to, like, um, and it, it could be one It could be one of them. Who knows? Uh, but I was on a date, and we were talking about favorite films and shit, and all the ones that the guy was on a date with, like, they had a, like, interesting or, like, trauma-related father-son relationship. Like, it was always about the father-son. And I was like, okay, there's something going on here. Mm-hmm. And, he, I mean, he, I pointed that out to him. I was like, interesting that you like things that have, like, an, um, a dynamic father-son relationship where there's, like, an absent father or something like that. And he's like, oh, fucking shit. Like, I hadn't even thought about that. And I was like, so what's your relationship like with your father? I didn't immediately say that, no. Right. But, like, but, yeah. he, he did mention, you know, that he's trying, like, currently working on his relationship with his father. Yeah. And things like that. Um, but I just thought that was interesting. Like, I, I mean, if you want to inquire how someone's mind works, literally ask them I know, what their like, favorite films are. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, you just... Like, one, I think that's, well, mine's horror. So does that make me, like... Me telling... Uh, you're fucked up. You're Scorpio Moon. You're <laughs> fucked up. I think that's why I see 666, because I love horror movies, maybe. What is your favorite... What is, Okay, so if I were to ask you what your favorite film is, what is your favorite film? Or your top three? Um, I really love The Village. It's, like, one of my favorite movies. Um... Anything Stephen King minus it. And I don't know. Like, I like to be really spooked. Like, I think it's because you have you have to have constant control in your normal life. And that when you're watching movies, you want to, like, release control. Yeah. And also, like, um, it's not really, like, horror. But, like, um, I Am Legend is one of my favorite movies. And then also The Road, which also is not horror. But it's that same, like everything goes to shit and they have to survive. So that's yeah. really concerning. Um, maybe yeah, <laughs> you are, you like to be in a crisis. You like to <laughs> fix things. You are a healer. Same with like um, a quiet place. Like prob- I like all of those movies. I also wonder I if like- you were raised in a, um, raised in a chaotic household where you felt like you had to constantly be in a survival mode and that being in a crisis is more comfortable for you. Um, I would say our household is chaotic just because we're all fire signs except for my dad and brother and we are always always fighting to talk <laughs> like everyone's it's always still talking. it could be a thing who knows <laughs> my favorite films are fucking 500 days of summer and eternal sunshine that just fucking tells you everything yeah, right there because of no, my love life. <laughs> no i like it's funny i think i get my love for like horror films and more like sci-fi and like that 
kind of thing for my mom because my mom is very much like she hates the like sappy love story movies. And I just like don't in like I would never choose to go and see that in a theater. Now, if like somebody wanted me to go with them, I would. Mm. But like... Mm. Like, I just don't really care, I guess, if that makes sense. But then like when a I rom-com watch, or like a breakup film, like Eternal Sunshine? Like a breakup film. I like oh, rom-com. Okay. Um, and sometimes, See, I hate, and like, I, I, like I like, like, I like all of the, um, um, oh my God. I was like, what is his name? Nicholas Sparks movies, just because it's Nicholas yeah. Sparks and he's yeah. from North Carolina. Yeah. But, um, but I would never like, like, if I'm going to watch a movie, like, I want it to be like, I want to have to think um, and I want to have to like, or be like scared. So like psychological thriller books are like some of my favorite. Like I'd rather read that over a romance novel, novel, but I, I am into the romance right now because that's what's trending. I was like, but. we're never going to read a sci-fi book for, um, for the book club. Cause I fucking hate sci-fi fantasy fantasy. I didn't say sci-fi. Like I said that. psychological thriller Oh, for books. Yeah. I've never read a psychological thriller. I've only... They're so, so good. Eh, I don't like being stressed out. See, I hate horror films oh. and I hate thrillers and shit because I, they make me anxious. I don't like being stressed out when I watch films. Like, I, I, I just don't like it. It makes me super uncomfortable. And then I, I literally, like, start having, like, get anxiety and my chest will tighten, like, when I'm watching mm-hmm. shit like that. So See, I, I, get, I, I, I get bored in the others. I like oh, so you know, me. I like feed. Nice and peaceful. Yeah, I get bored in peace. Your mind is weird. <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> I'm, I'm an Aries. Aries? What? I'm an Aries with a Scorpio man. Your mind's weird. Your mind is weird. It is. <laughs> it's like Alice in Wonderland in here. That's a red flag. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. But, I mean, I feel like there's definitely more serious red flags. Like, a guy saying that he has a fear of commitment. Red fucking flag. Um, That's mm-hmm. not a red flag. That's a deal breaker, honestly. Like, if a guy says that. Or just little things like if, you know, I, I think for me, like, a red flag for me is, like, if a guy doesn't want to, like, pick me up. If a guy doesn't want to, like, I'm talking about, like, drive me to a date. If yeah, a guy doesn't yeah, yeah. want to pay for our date or whatever, those are red flags for me. And some people might think that that's stupid. But for me, no, I want to feel like I can be taken care of. Also, right. most of the time, I didn't ask you on the date. Rarely do mm-hmm. I do that. So if you want to spend time with me, it needs to be worth my while. Why the fuck would I want to pay for my drink um, when I yeah. can be at home watching fucking love island <laughs> yeah. and on top of that just like just just little things it just um it's just how i was raised and yeah i, I think everybody's red flags are, their tolerance for them can be very because i think another thing you have to think of is too is how many red flags are you going to put up with mm-hmm. yeah. how many red flags until it turns into a deal breaker and mm-hmm. what constitutes more of a deal breaker for you in a way. And I think we kind of talk about that in our deal breaker, deal or no deal breaker episode mm-hmm. um, that you guys can check out. It's one of our third fucking episode I think we ever did back in 2019. I think uh, that was the red flags. I think red flags was first. And then we no, did deal, deal breakers was first. I looked oh. earlier. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Deal breakers was first red flags we did later on. Um, but yeah, I, I think you kind of just have to like, just see, I guess, how, if it's going to be a major issue for you down the line. Mm-hmm. Like, I think for some people, like, political views, religious views, um, family dynamics, um, their careers, those things are going to play in so much more into your lifestyle and the future you're going to have as a couple and partnership together. And if it's going to affect that partnership and that team aspect, then that is something that I think that's when it turns into more of a deal breaker and you got to, like, exit off. Mm-hmm. But something, I think if something that you feel like you can put up with, like, you know, he calls his mom, like, every fucking day or yeah, something I think, like yeah. that. Yeah, like, some people might, like, call it a red flag, but it might just be, like, a quirk or, like, yeah. or like something that they do that just, not yeah. gets on your nerves, but just, like, is, like, eh, it's kind of weird, but, but if it's he not, like, like it's a- not harmful or it's not, like you know, like harmful to the relationship or it's not going to, it's not going to hold you back from growing as a couple, but like, yeah. it's just something that you're like, eh, that kind of gets on my nerves, but like, it's like, I go, back to the, I go back to the money thing. Like if he's going to sit there and nitpick and like 
penny pinch for every single penny, that's going to add up. And to me, that would get fucking annoying after a while. It's like, okay, we're a couple now, months down the line kind of thing. Why are we still like, you owe me like $62 and Okay, like not $62, but like you owe me like $5.11. Like, okay. Right. Yeah. Like, I'll, okay, we'll make up for why it down I the road. Just buy a your bit. coffee the next time. Like, something as like, yeah. simple as that. Yeah, I could see That's how that, that kind of thing. I, it's exactly how you and I are. Right. Like, we just go back and forth kind of thing. Because what's the point of passing the same $20? back and forth when it'll just even out eventually exactly exactly yeah Yeah, that's like like at work we like one of us will get lunch and then the next time someone else does like it's just like instead of being like hey you owe me ten dollars because then i'm just going to turn around and give you that ten dollars right back to get me lunch next week kind of thing so yeah same thing in a relationship and i think that's where compromise and like all of that comes into play too but you're not going to know why they're doing it until you talk to them about it until you inquire about the flag Made me think of start your engines. Okay. All mm-hmm. right. Um, so <laughs> can you tell I live in the South and NASCAR's thing here? I don't know if you can. I think the point that I'm trying to get at too is if we kind of just like stopped at every single red flag that we came across, then relationships like would never really happen. We would all right. be, like, single. <laughs> so I, I, I'm not saying, like, don't, like, like there's a, there's a line between being oversensitivity and just letting someone walk over you in a way. Like, don't yeah. kind of be in the middle of that. I think some people's red flags are some people's, like, green flags in a way, too. Yeah. Like, if they're only working, they're only looking for an open relationship, I may not be looking for that, but someone else might be looking for that. Exactly. If, they are not super communicative. That's a red flag for me. That might not be a red flag for the next girl. Like yeah, she like if someone like, I'm, who I'm also hard- isn't great at communicating, like you know She's, what I mean. Like it just yeah. might be like, okay, I have a oh, hard great, time doing cool, that so, too. Cool. Okay, so cool. I don't, I don't have to talk about everything. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Great. Sounds amazing. Yeah. So yeah, I just you just kind of have to you know inquire within. <laughs> and mm-hmm. just figure it out whatever the case may be i think confront it and rather than immediately shine away from it and sometimes the red flag could be you in a way like you're not per- yeah. imperfect in the situation they probably have their own red flags about you and so mm-hmm. i think it's a great way to have an open conversation because you don't know what's a red flag about yourself until someone's addressed it with you until you have really self-aware of it right and so once you finally yeah. like had that conversation and you're able to kind of get it out there open on the table you're able to also like change yourself too yeah and you like self-reflect improve, on it yeah yeah and just improve your overall relationship that's the only thing it's gonna do and if it if it ends the relationship okay goodbye yeah okay good day goodbye like it's fine yeah so yeah would you say that that is a survival tip for this week as well yeah i think that's a good survival tip sounds great and so that does it for today's episode of the gals guide make sure to follow us on instagram at the gals guide pod also like us on facebook at the gals guide and become a gal scout in our facebook community you can also hit us up on our website thegalsguidepod.com and our personal social media which we will have linked in our show notes also if you are listening to us on apple Podcasts, please rate and review and then if you're listening to us on spotify go ahead and subscribe to our podcast So thanks for listening, gals, and we hope you come back for our next journey. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.